fighting robot. Mega Man, super fighting robot. Welcome back, fellow frustrated fans, to a mini-soda. We're interrupting Turtle Month because we both want to address what we're not surprised with, but I'm at least disappointed with. That is the release of Mighty No. 9, a.k.a. Mega Man 11. Don't don't insult the Mega Man series by adding this in with that. You're talking about a series that... uh, Do I need to remind you of what it's done? Okay, look... Mighty Number no. Nine is not is I, so I played the demo of Mighty Number no. Nine this morning. Mm-hmm. It is better than Mega Man X Six solely because the freaking controls work. I will say that the controls actually work in this game, so that alone makes it better than X Six and X Seven. Actually, now that I think about it, but so Mighty no, for those who don't know about it, Mighty Number no. Nine is a creation of Keiji Inafune. Who is, After he left Capcom. Yeah, he left Capcom. He was basically the father of Mega Man. He left Capcom in 2012, I believe, because he was fed up with working for them. And from what I understand, and rightfully so. Yeah. Apparently. So there was that. Actually, he might have left in 2011 because I remember right after he left was when they canceled Mega Man Legends Three. Um, because apparently he was the only one keeping that thing going. Right, and and with all the fan outpouring, you thought well, that was kind of shocking that Capcom would go that far. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so he left, and in 2013 he started a he did a Kickstarter for a game called Mighty Number no. Nine, which was essentially the spiritual successor to Mega Man, kind of like how the upcoming yeah, well, Bloodstained uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is a spiritual successor to Castlevania. I was going to go Perfect Dark to Goldeneye, but also good too. Yeah. Well, it's also because Bloodstained is a similar situation where Koji Igarashi left Konami and then went and did a Kickstarter to do a spiritual successor. Fair enough. Yeah, to the franchise he was most known for. So they did the Kickstarter. They made more money than they originally asked for. I believe they ended up making, I think it was like $3.5 million on the Kickstarter. And I would like and to know. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to put the Doctor Evil sound effect in that. Yeah, I, tempting as it is. <laughs> I, I would like to point out I did not donate to it. Um, I wanted to at the time, but I didn't have a job, and I didn't want. I couldn't spend money on that because I need to spend. Money on I don't really make. Yeah, I don't make enough to. Yeah. Will show throw money around like that. Yeah. So that happened, and then. Like, they were kind of sporadic with the updates on this thing, and they showed, like, a little bit of what the game was going to look like, and it looked like pretty much Mega Man. It was 2D, looked like it had a good, you know, art style and everything. Then, and and I'd like everyone to remember this, they started work on this game three years ago. About a year and a half into this, I don't remember specific timing, they asked for more money. Keep in mind, they made more than they originally asked for. They asked for this money because they said they wanted to add voice acting and a few other features into the game. Now, it's first of all, it's a Mega Man game, and if we look back at Mega Man, uh-huh. have a of good voice acting. No. And I would like to also point out the voice acting in this game is no different. It is garbage. So thanks for asking for taking people's money and doing garbage with it. That's fantastic. Because apparently they wanted to spin off tons of stuff with this franchise. They wanted to make an animated series, which I don't think is going to happen at this point. 
Well, pro- it's hard to say, yeah. but... They also the, uh, want to make a sequel, which, okay. Um, also, well, I believe it was last year, or maybe it was 2014, Before, again, before this game was finished, they started another Kickstarter for a game called Red Ash, which was this, supposed to be the spiritual successor to the Mega Man Legends franchise. Now, this made a lot of people start questioning it, as well as it made me question when they asked for more freaking money. But the minute this thing popped up, everyone was like, okay, this is kind of shady. You finished a Kickstarter. You're now doing another one to raise funds for a second game when you haven't even finished the first one. So that one failed, rightfully so, thank God. Um, They did not deserve more money since they had not proven that they could even make one game, let alone a second one. So finally, this game came out after repeated delays, I believe it was three or four. Right, the, the, one of the bigger reasons that was given for the major delays was that they wanted to, I think, fix multiplayer. Yeah, there was, so there were online components for this game that weren't ready by the time of the original release dates. And so a lot of people made the, the, made, you know, posed the question, okay, why don't you just release it and then put that stuff in later? Well, there apparently was a legal reason for them to do this. Um, Deep Silver, the publisher for the game, had put out advertisements and information and everything and put this game out as has multiplayer, has online multiplayer. And unless the game launches with that intact, they open themselves up for a lawsuit. So there were... Basically, this was all the... One of the reasons also is they were trying to put this out on every single system imaginable. Yeah, and I gotta say that was a really dumb idea. It was. So... Don't give me... Hey, it's it's simple enough to put a PC port... Uh, have a PC port that later comes on, but and... Um, it's obviously, it's not, like, even Capcom put for my, for Mega Man's 9 and 10, they managed to make it out for the online download systems. But that's different. Yeah. If you're going for every possible system They put, they wanted this out on PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Mac, Linux, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, as well as versions coming out later on for the Vita and 3DS, which God only knows when those are actually happening. And what the hell is Shield Portable? Uh, that is NVIDIA's weird little thing. That's okay. what that is. I'm surprised there's not OIA while they're at it. <laughs> or Steam Box. Well, well Steam anyway. I mean, it's going to be... That's the PC version. It's already out on Steam, yeah. what am I saying? So, so, the game came out this week. It's uh, June 25th right now when we're recording this. The game came out this week. It has not been, like, critically panned. Like, it hasn't been getting, like dead bottom-of-the-barrel reviews, but it's been getting about fives across the board. And right. everyone is pretty much saying identical things. The game controls well. The game looks bad. The game liter- legitimately looks worse than the stuff they originally showed. It feels very uninspired. The level design is bad. The bosses aren't fun. The abilities you get from the bosses aren't fun. And the game had a decent concept of you shoot enemies to stun them and then dash through them and rack up combos and get little, like, uh, speed and power-ups from stuff like that. Essentially, the game is just not very good. It's not garbage, but it's just not very good. And So, in other words, it's the Mega Man Zero series. Oh! Hey, I love that uh, series. Those games are uh, actually really good. I thought the first one was okay, but eh. Oh, I thought all four were good, actually. But anyway... So, the main problem I see what happened with this game was Inafune was used to working in a very large company that 
had multiple people involved in the budgeting of games, in the planning of games, in, you know, cost control of games. They had a large amount of testers. They had when companies put out games on multiple consoles, it's a very large undertaking. Even EA, one of the biggest companies in the damn planet, had problems with this when they put out Battlefield 4 in 2013 and it was broken in different ways across every platform. So they essentially tried Inafune and from what I can see from this doesn't understand how that stuff works, is not used to working with a smaller development studio, is not used to working with less resources, and obviously should not be the person in charge of budget control and things like that. He should stick with what he's obviously good at, creative concepts design and basic design of games, and um, I believe I think he does some of the art design for the games. Like He comes up with some of the well, concepts. It's just surprising to me because we saw him... I mean, granted, it was a different time, but Mega Man's 1 and 2, he was one of the major forces behind those, too. And those are some of the best games in the entire franchise. Yeah. Well, it's also, you look back at those, that was a much simpler time in games where you could have a team of, like, five people make a game. Granted. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it was much more simplistic hardware, and they were only putting out on one system. Okay, all good points. Yeah. We do have to point out one... What Jeremy and I found was exceedingly humorous about this whole mess. Now, granted, you all heard me rage quit over Sonic 06, and you know about how much respect I have for Sonic Team these days. <laughs> but when the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter <laughs> mocks you, mocks Mighty Number no. Nine uh, for a bugged up release, and but I'm not bugged up release is accurate because it bricked oh, a couple of Wii U. I forgot. Yeah, this also came out on the Wii U. Which, it's actually funny, too, this game finished on Kickstarter when the Wii U still actually mattered, and now three years later, the Wii U is essentially dead in the water, and, you'd ha- and this is the point where you'd ask, why would you even bother with this version? You mean the one I bought, bought earlier this year because I wanted to play Smash 4 and the new was Zelda out next year? And it's, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure I well, Not well, sure I'm going for that. Well, we can cover the Wii U at a different time. Uh, yeah. Basically, Mighty Number no. Nine came out. It's pretty. I don't know how it's doing on sales. I'm and also. Oh, and one last thing. Apparently, the people who donated to the Kickstarter either aren't getting the rewards they were promised. They're not God. getting codes for the game, and some of the codes they're getting are wrong. So they've pretty on much, that note, in every single way this could be screwed up, it's been screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... And it's a shame, is I wanted, I did want this game to be good. I will say, because I love the Mega Man franchise, I wanted this game to be good. But after all the development hell and crazy crap that this thing has gone through, this was pretty much exactly what I expected. Right. I wanted this game to really be good, too, because we haven't had a good Mega Man game in years. The last traditional Mega Man game that actually got released... Actually, I think it might have been Mega Man 10. Yeah, it was Mega Man 10. Yeah. Which was just... Eh, it was okay. I had the first woman robot master. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 2008. Oh my god, it's been eight years. Damn. Yeah, but ZX Advent came out in... No, sorry, 2010. 
yeah. 2010. Yeah, but ZX Advent, I think, was 2007. So. Jeez. Oh, right. man. Which I, I, I would like to put... Actually, one last Mega Man-related thing. I thought of this the other day, because I was thinking about Mega Man stuff, is, of course, Mighty Number no. 9 got me thinking of it. Pete, did you know that... Discounting multiple ports and crap, there are 24 mainline Mega Man games. Hmm. They could have made a 25th one for the 25th anniversary and just called it Mega Man 25. It would have been perfect. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it for now. That's it for uh, Mighty Number 2. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll see you next time.